Right, um, we are at here, um, Yutesa Madalov. One, two, three, four, five lines from the bottom. Yutesa Madalov. Five lines from the bottom. Kobrus Ames Vachosru. Okay? Right. So the Mishnah said like this Kobrus Ames Vachosru. They said like this. They've, they've, they've already buried the mace, and they're on the way back to do the Shura. So if they can begin and finish Shema before reaching the road, before reaching the Shura, then they should begin. But if there's not enough time, then they shouldn't begin. That's what the Mishnah said. No, 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 no. The other people. Other, yeah, the Avelim of Potter, yeah, yeah. No, they were talking about the other people. Freedom are still Yeah. So, um, okay. So the Gemara says, The Mishnah implies, because the Mishnah says, actual wording of the Mishnah is, Then they should do it. So it's mashma from there. If they can between the time that they've done the Kavuras and Mace and they starting the, the Shura, if they're able to finish the whole of Kriya Shema, all three paragraphs of Kriya Shema, and then yes, then they should say the Shema. Abu Perik Echod. Echod like. But if there's only enough time just to say one section, one paragraph, or only one posik of Shema, then they shouldn't begin. That's what the Gemara says is the Mashmans from the Mishnah. Briminu. But there's another Bryson which seems to say the opposite. It says, Kobrus are mace for Chosru. There, after they buried the maize and returned from the cemetery, if they're able to begin and complete a philoperic echod or posic echod, even one paragraph or one posic of the Shema before reaching the row, then they should do so. Right? So from the Mishnah, it's Mashmah, only they can finish the whole of Krishna, all three paragraphs. But from this other Bryce we bring, even one Posuk is enough. Which, are we talking any Posuk? Well, no. Shema Yisrael Hashem Echol. Right. Yeah. Um, so I feel the Perik Echol, or Posuk Echol would be enough. So that seems to be a steer between the Mishnah and this Bryce. Then they put up for the rest. Yeah, you know, but I'm saying, it, they're no, portal for, but they can't make up now. Well, they can, that, that, that they can say afterwards. <laughs> but what, no, but what we're saying is, if you can say, even one posuk, for example, Shema Yisrael, Shema Lekeinu, Shema Chod, before you come to the Shura, you should say it. That's we're what the Bryce says. There's a situation here where, where it's almost the safe man. Yeah, that's right. right. So then they don't have to say it afterwards, do they? They still got a to say it afterwards. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if let's put it this way, you got a chiv to say all three paragraphs of Krishna. Uh, yeah, Derisa, you only have to say the, the first, first paragraph, the first or the first posuk. The first posuk, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rabbanon, you would have to sort of uh, finish it off afterwards. But but the point is like this, that the mashmals of the Mishnah is that you only say the Shema if you've got enough time between the time of the May, till the Shura, to say the all three paragraphs. That's what the Mashmas of the Mishnah tells us. And the Brysa is telling us, no, even if you've got enough time to finish one posset, certainly if you've got enough time to finish one perek, one paragraph, you do say it. So it's a zero. And for the Gemara, no, hochen amikoma. This is what the Mishnah is saying. There's no stira at all. In Mechayel and the Haskell of a Ligma, if you can finish, not kolah, 
I feel a peric echod, I feel a posuk echod, even if you do one peric or one posuk, because the Mishnah says like this. The Mishnah says, It doesn't say the word kula. Veligma is kula. So in the beginning, we understood it. The Mashmolz was veligma. Veligma means all three paragraphs. And now we've, so we found a Bryce which says, that doesn't mean, you know, that even if you say one posuk is okay. So answer the Gemara. No, the Mishnah means that. When it says, it doesn't mean ligma is kolor. Otherwise, the Mishnah would say the ligma is kolor. Ligma means even one posuk, even one paragraph is okay. okay. So there's no steer at all between what the Mishnah says and what the Brisa says. Okay. I'm in Bashura. Now, we said like this. If, if you're standing in Bashura in the row... This week I was at uh, a Levaya where they, there was men on one side, women on the other side. There were two ladies who were who the availant. There were only there were no sons, and they walked Mashura. Anyway, so I'm in Mashura. So you're standing in a row that's Mashura. What we said is like this: the inner ones, they don't have to say Shema because they've got the mitzvah that they can actually see the the the, the oval is passing right in front of them. So then, if they haven't said Krishna, they're still potter, because they are the mitzvah of uh, Menachemovel. Whereas the outer ones, those standing in the outer rows, they're not, they can't see them directly, so therefore they have to say the Shema. Menachem Oval is, is, yes, I think it's a mitzvah, is a mitzvah, otherwise it wouldn't be, yeah, 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 right. Um, where's, where's the potter from? About what? And it's derisive. Yeah, the where? I'm asking you. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if it is. I'm not it must be derisive, otherwise it wouldn't be... I'm not... I'm, no. I'm, uh, it's interesting, Mr. Rice. I'm not 100% sure if the Lachamol is right. I don't know. All right, I, I can look into that for, for next week, PG. Um, any case, the point is that what do we say? The ones in the inner row, they are actually saying it. They're seeing the oval, so to say. Whereas the outer ones, then they're, they're, they're not really so. So even though, like nowadays, we have the outer ones will also say Hamokim Menachem Eschem, but we're talking about in a situation where the time of Krishna is running out. So I mean, Ikaradin, the first ones, they're busy. They're also the mitzvah, potum and a mitzvah. They don't have to say Krishna because they're being Menachem Oval. Whereas the outer ones are not really being Menachem Oval because they're not next to the Avelim. Ton Rabbanon. So Shura Haraya Panima Patura. The row which is inside, next to the oval, they, they, they don't have to say Shema. Whereas those standing further back, they have to say the Krishna. So now this is exactly the same as what it said in the Mishnah. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says no. Different criteria. It's nothing to do with whether it's inside the first row or the second row or the fifth row. It doesn't make any difference. Rabbi Huda says like this. Haboy machmasa oval. Those people who came in order to be Menachemovel, they are Paturin. Doesn't matter what row they are, they can be in the fifth row. If they came to be Menachemovel, then they are Possum Krishma. Machmas Atzman Chayovan. But people who came along just out of curiosity, Rashi says, just they want to see what's going on, sort of thing. They're really, they might not even know the Avelim. They certainly haven't been come to become to Menachemovel, then they've got to say Krishma even if they're in the first row. I did see here sometimes about something about whether the Menachem whether the Menachem is the rice or not. I can't find it now. Have a look at it. Okay. 
Now we're starting he a couple. No, no, no. He he did achnos zarochim. He was achnos. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I look. I look it up. I did see something on it, but I don't know exactly now where where it was. Okay. Now we're starting something completely new, a new topic altogether. Om Rebbe Yudamarav, how much a kalamba bittai? Somebody who discovers he's walking down the road, and he realizes that he's got his in his coat or his jacket or whatever it is has got kalim, has got shatners in it, a mixture of wool and linen. Poshnah, he's got to take it off. A fit of a shuk, even in the street. He's standing in the middle of the street. And he's got his garment. In the old days, they had different garments than that. They had a jacket. They, they had one garment. And suddenly you realize that one garment has got kalim in it. It's got shatners in it. He's got to take it off. Even though it's most undignified, he's going to be standing in the road without any clothes on. Nevertheless, he's got to take it off. Why? My time. But what's the reason? This is a posuk in Mishli. Which means like this. The Gemara carries on to explain what it means. Kol mokum. I mean, the literal translation is ain't chokma. There's no chokma. There ain't tavuna. No understanding. There ain't eitzer. No, no eitzer. Keneged Hashem against Hashem. So what it means is kol mokum shish chel Hashem. Whenever there's a chel Hashem, ain't cholkin kovan the rav. We don't worry about giving respect to a rav to a teacher. Now what that means is as follows. So normally we say. That a Talmud is not allowed to paskan in front of his Rebbe. Right? However, where there's going to be a Chilal Hashem, then the Talmud can. And more generally, it means, right, that if, um, if you've got a situation where it's going to go against uh, an Issa and you have an Issa of uh, Shatners, then human dignity cannot override that. That's what we learn from then when you have if you, the question of human dignity if it's weighed, weighed against an Issa Daraisa, the Issa outweighs the lack of dignity. Right. Answer Gemara Kash on that. Mesevei. Kovro They buried the dead person and they were accompanying the Oval back to his house. He was returning from the Besak Forest. Before them there were two roads. Achas Tahira, but Achas Tameo. One was Tahira, the other one was Tomei. Rashi says, because it passed over a grave. In other words, a grave was lying widthway across the street. So you had to go over the grave in order to go on that road. So he says like this. Bob Tahira, if the Oval takes the Tahira road, Boyin imai batahira. Then all take the Toha road with him. Bobatameya, if they go on the Tome road, boyin imai Then they can all take the Tome road with him. Why? Mishum kavida at respect for him. That means like this. Rashi explains. It doesn't say make any difference here. The Gemara doesn't make any difference between whether the person is a kohen or not. So clearly, even a kind can go with the oval because of the covenant of the oval can go along and can be either an isadaraisa or being matame himself. Right. The, what was the principle? We said, 
Ein Chachma, Ein Tzvun, Ein Neged Hashem. And so here, what have we got? You, why, why are you doing it? You're doing it for the cover for the respect of the mourner. But if it, if there's an Isidoraisa involved, especially for a kind of being Matama himself, we should say he can't go on that road. Because Ein Eitzer, Ein Chachma, Ein Tzvun, Ein Neged Hashem. So it's a question on it. So how can you say that? Answer the Gemara, Tigger, and the Abba Babesa Prastra Bonum. Rav Abba interpreted the Brysa as a case here where you went with an oval and you went onto a, a place which was Tomei, a road which was Tomei. We're not talking about a Tomei Derisa. Tomei Derisa Taki, you can't. So if a client comes along and there's a question of being accompanying the oval back to his house, but through that he will have to be Matama himself Derisa to go over a grave, he can't do it. Here we're talking about a Tomei Derabonum. We're talking about a base of Pras. Why is the base of Pras? The base of Pras is a field which contains a grave which has been ploughed over. Right? And we're worried that there might be fragments of bone that may have been scattered over the field. Right? Oh, no, we'll see in a minute. We'll see in a minute. We'll see in a minute. So, so like, it's like this. Midoraisa, we don't worry about that. Because it's, ve- it's very unlikely that the plough that did it, that it dug that deeply enough to reach the mace. So it's very unlikely. So Midoraisa, it's not a problem. But Midrabomon, they were worried, you know, that possibility, that they still might be, and therefore they, they made a Takona that within a hundred Amas of the caver, you've got to suspect that there are these bones there. So it's only a Midrabomon. So Tigmarada Abba based Papras Drabomon. In other words, since the Issa is only Drabomon, we've got a Klal of Haim Omru the Haim Omru, which means like this. Haim Omru, the Rabbonon, they made this rule because Midoraisa, a base of price is okay, you can go through it because it's very unlikely that they're going to be these bone fragments there. Only Midoraisa came along and to it. So they say, well, it's our rule that we're saying and we are saying when this rule can be suspended. And therefore for the covered of the oval, we can suspend it. So in answer, what we're saying is like this. Well, the question was, we're saying that a kind can get, can follow the oval even if he's Matama himself. No, we're not talking about a normal grave. We're talking about a base of pras, which is only Drabonon. And because of that, since the whole thing is only Drabonon, Drabonon's got a right to say when and when the, when it applies or when it doesn't apply. So they can suspend it. So therefore, in this case, they suspend it for the honor of the oval that you can go with him. And now the Gemara brings two proofs that a base of pras is a Drabonon. Why is the base of pras to Rabonda? Omri Uda Mashmael. Number one, Menapeach Odom base of pras for A man, he can go past the base of pras and he can blow on the ground of the base of pras as he walks through it so that in case there are any bones, he blows it away. Yeah, he blows it. Like that. Oh, so that's, so that's the proof. Rashi explains that's the proof. If it was derisa, uh, that certainly wouldn't be enough. You can't just blow something like that. It's a very unsophisticated and superficial way of doing it, because you might miss some. Oh, so it's a proof only because it's Drabonon that, that they allow a leniency of just blowing it. So that's one proof. And the second proof is on Rabbi Yehuda, based a brace of pras that was trampled upon. In other words, many people used it as a thoroughfare, as a sort of walk through it, then you can assume that it's being crushed, because it's only a certain, it's only if it's an amount of the size of a barley that it's matame. If it's less than that, 
then, then it's not Matama. So then you can, you can assume that since many people have gone through there, it's crushed it. But again, pardon? Very small, yeah. Very, very small. Well, yeah, because in any case, if it's been ploughed, they're not going to be great lumps of bones. They're only going to be smalls in any case. And if, one minute, if a lot of people have passed through there, then you can assume that there's sort of nothing there. It's all been crushed. Now, the point is like this, but you might have missed something. How do you know if you've got everything? Because the people walk through, there might have been on the side where people don't walk through, there might still be some left. Oh, so that's another proof that it's only Midrabonon. If it was to rise, uh, then it wouldn't be good enough to say just because people walk through, because you might have missed something. Alamai, it's Midrabonon. So we've got two proofs of Midrabonon. One is that you can blow as you go past, and one is that if a lot of people go through there, you don't have to worry about it. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm worried that, that, that the Hormones say anything larger than that is a problem. Yeah, if it's less than the size of a body core. Isn't it more likely that if such human remains of some kind, yeah? Yeah. That it, it might be larger than a piece of body. Well, 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 it, 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 yeah. I mean, it's true, but it's unlikely because remember, we're talking about a, a plow that has ploughed in that field. Yes. Now, if it's ploughed on the field, we're only worried about tiny fragments. There's, there's chances that it's sort of a, a big bone would have, that, that, that you would see it, that you could put to one side. Yeah, precisely. And that's why it's probably falling, because it's such a small piece. Yes, right. So therefore it's more likely. And that's as well why you can blow it, because if it was a big, if it was a big thing, you'd blow it, it wouldn't move. No, no, exactly. But I'm saying the piece of body is so small yeah. that there are, there's a chance Oh, that, that's exactly the point. So since there is a chance, but it's still allowed, shows it's only to rub on. If it would be a deriser, then, as you're saying, there, there, there might be uh, bones left, and you would, especially if it's very, very small, you might not even see it. So that's a, a, a proof that the whole thing of a base of price is a rub on. What's the actual translation of base of price? Base of price, the price, uh, um, one minute, um, what is it? Actual uh, base of pras comes from the word pras, meaning broken or fragmented. A reference to the bones that may have been ploughed through and broken. Pras means broken. But how did it be broken? Half a size. Yeah, no, no, but we're concerned that it might be more than a barley and then it is matame. If you've got bones which are more than the size of a barley, they are matame. Now, if, they, if that would be a midiraisa, one would never be allowed just to go <laughs> and to blow it and to hope that you manage to find all of them. Because there could be some on the side which you don't see. Alamai, that only makes such a leniency because it's a drop on. Well, I don't understand the have a minute that should be derisa. We know from the possible that you know nobody like can go, uh, the kind can go through with the. You said before. No, yeah. no, you're talking about a special case where, where, where it's been ploughed over, the, where a field's been ploughed over where there's a maze. But they wanted to make a proof from here, then. Yeah. Right yeah. So, one minute. So, what we're saying is, yeah, yeah Midoraisa, the chances that there would be, but when it did a plough, that it would have brought oh. up fragments of bone, is very, very unlikely because it, it, the, the plough wouldn't have. Remember, the plough is on the earth. And a person is buried, uh, literally, as you say, six foot under, yeah? Yeah, yeah? So, the chances that the plough would hit the, per, uh, hit the bones is very unlikely. So, therefore, Midoraisa, it's not a problem to walk through base of oh. It's only if a bonon came along, in case you don't see it all as a possibility, they said a hundred yards from the caver, uh, you should be careful about it. 
but it's only the Rabbonon. And then we, and then we brought those two proofs to show it's the Rabbonon. So in other words, that answers our question, how could they be Malava? How could they accompany the Oval? If it was a normal caver, they couldn't, because ain't Chochma, ain't Tavuna, then ain't a Kadegar Hashem. But because it's Rabbonon, they can. Pardon? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Kaid is, because the Kaid is a derisive, he mustn't be Matama himself. Yeah. Okay, let's carry on. Toshma. To Omer Rebbe Lozabat Sodok. Rebbe Lozabat Sodok said, and Rashi says, Rebbe Lozabat Sodok was a Kayan. It's a Gemara in Bechairus. Rebbe Lozabat Sodok was a Kayan. And he said, Medalgan Ayinu Al-Gabe Aranesh Lomesim Likras Malchi Yisrael. We would jump over the coffins of dead people in order to greet the kings of Yisrael. Right? I don't know whether anyone is jumping over the t- on Friday to see uh, Trump. <laughs> I, I know there are things in the, in, what says given permission for balloons yeah, to go in the air and all the rest of it. Yeah. Any case. Um, so we would jump over. And remember, as we said, Rebelezabat thought it was a Kayan. So if you jump over, then you're definitely going to be Matama yourself. Right? But like not only did they say that they would go to such length of jumping over coffins in order to greet kings of, of Jewish kings as a mitzvah to honor them but even to do so to, 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 to <coughs> greet non-Jewish kings why? Shem Yiske if he merits to witness when it comes to Mashiach Yavchim be Malchi Yisrael Malchi of the Kachovim he will be able to see the difference between the, the great honor that is that will be given to the Malchi Yisrael then and the lesser honor that is given to non-Jewish kings now. But in any case, the point is, right, that he used to jump over coffins, and he was a coin. So how could he be a matam himself? Amai, says Gomorrah, You can't do that. Answer the Gomorrah, could a robber. It goes like a quarter The Omer robber said, Tzvatayra, midaraisa, oil koshyeshbal chalal tefach, chosbifnatoma. As long as a roof overhangs, an empty space of at least a tefah, it acts as a chatzitz, as a barrier against Tumah, Tumas Hamais. So, it, oh, so we're coming, we're coming to the coffin bit. Say, for example, you've got a mace and it's in a tent. We know anything that's under the same roof as the mace will become Tome. Okay. Well, for example, right, you have had a tent and there's a person who's standing on top of that tent. Will he be Tommy? Yeah, let's say for example, you've got a tent, you've got a mace, you've got a mace thing, and you've got another person who's standing on top of the tent. Right? Would that person become Tommy? No, why? No, because the, the, the aisle is a chatzitsa. Yeah, well that's right, yeah, yeah, you're right, it's because they're outside. Now, that is only as long as there's a, di- a, a, a amount of measurement of a tefach, at least, tefach is just a, a fist, between the mace, and the roof, for example, which, which there is. What happens if there'd be material and the roof would be very, very low, more or less right on top of him, of, of the mace, and if then a person was standing on top of that, would he be Tomei? Yes. yes, he would, because it has to be a tefach. So that, that's what it means. It's a space that comes. If there's not a tefach, then it, there's no chassit, so there's not as a barrier. Yeah.
having my plane over over graveyards. Yeah. There's no fault. But if there's a space, it doesn't matter. No. Okay. There's no space. Oh, there's no space. On top of the grave. They, go between oh, the they, they don't have coffins. Yeah, they do. Oh, they do. do. But how long does it last? Sorry? The coffin no, disintegrates. Yeah. In any case, in Aristotle, they're not buried in coffins. They're not buried in coffins. No, I've been at a funeral in 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 Rishalim. There's no coffins. So, in other words, it, it's directly above. There's no thing. But in any case, the Rav Aronis. So, so now now it comes to the coffins part because they said they jumped over the coffins. The Rav Aronis yesh behen chalal tefach. Most coffins have at least one tefach of empty space between the corpse, between the mace, and the top of the coffin. Right, you know, it's, it, 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 there's a dif- a distance of at least a tefach. Oh, oh, so one minute. So in order for that, so, so therefore the coffin acts as a chutzit, as a barrier, and it contains a tumor within it. So therefore, midaraisa, when these people are jumping over the coffin, midaraisa, there's no problem of tumor, right? Ah, there's a rabbon on deck of tumor. Why? The gozu mishum But the chachomim came along and they made a takona that even those coffins that do have enough airspace just are still tome, right? Mishum she'ein as a gzera on account of the few coffins where the mace is right near the top and there's not a tefach distance between the mace and the lid of the coffin. So they kept umishum kolalachim like gozu rabbonon. And because of covered Malachim to go and see honor to honor a king, they didn't make the gazera. In other words, there was a gazera that you can't jump over coffins. Why? But Midrash said there's nothing wrong because the majority of coffins have got this tefah. So that Rabbonon made a rule, even though the majority have got a di- have got a difference, but because of the minority that have not got a difference, have not got a tefah between the mace and the top. Therefore, they said you shouldn't jump over the coffins. However, so we see the whole thing is only Rabbonon. So again, we have the same klal of Heimomru the Heimomru, which means they decided that it's Tomei, because Midoraisa it's not Tomei, because then we go call to the Rav, and the majority of coffins have got this tefach difference between the mace and the lid of the coffin. It's only Rabbonon, and the Rabbonon decided that they can suspend it for the honour of the kings. So if you want to go and see, the, if you want to jump over the coffin to meet the kings, since the whole, since the whole issues, and you're up on, on hey mamru, the hey mamru, they decided when it applies, and they suspended it in order to go and see the kings. No, no, no. What we're saying is, yeah, because in, in the coffin, there's a distance, a gap. Truth is, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. If 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 a mace is buried low down, and you've got earth on top of him, no, no, because the earth is right, literally on top of him. Then, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Rutsutsa, Yes, because the the earth is right on top of him. There's no gap. Here, there's a gap between the mace and yeah, the lid of the coffin. These, this is a case where they're not buried yet. It's our, they are in. Yeah, well, yeah, they talk, so they talk about Arinas. Yeah. I mean, now, I don't know how they buried them in the olden days. Nowadays, they take you on a stretcher, 
and then they, they just put you in. Why, why didn't they use a coffin in Offer us of a lot of Toshuv. No, because, because you, it decomposes much quicker. So why yes. in the time of the Gemara yes. did they use the coffin? I don't know. I don't know whether in, in the time of the Gemara... I mean, it talks about Arinas here, so Medalgin, I knew I've got to be Arinas, so presumably they did use coffins in the letter. It could be... Yeah, yeah, it could be that they took them out... When they buried them, they took, they took the coffin up to the place of burial and took it out then. I don't know. I don't know. But, it, but I'll call upon him, the Gemara talks about Arinas. Yeah, and he works with coffins. And because you've got that space, as long as it's got the space. If it hasn't got a sp- if you know for a fact it hasn't got a space, then it's an Issa Derisa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'd rather not know. Okay. Yeah, if you, if you, ignorance, if you, if you, ignorance is... <laughs>